Hi there. Welcome to Prices at the Pumps, our weekly Wednesday look at all things energy market related. I'm Scott Squires, pleased to be joined by Dan McTagg, Saltwire energy expert. Dan, um, want to talk about a couple of things this week, like we do every week, but let's start off with uh, what most consumers want to know in the next day or two. What are they going to expect when they go to fill up their vehicles with diesel, gas, whatever? What's happening in the region? It looks like you're looking at a uh, still a bit of a decrease in prices. You didn't see it in, you saw a massive decrease in Newfoundland on Saturday, but for the rest of the Atlantic provinces, uh, you didn't quite see that decrease. And so you're likely to get another three cents, potentially another three cent decrease. Uh, but Newfoundland, of course, uh, can expect uh, what amounts to an increase of about two to four cents a liter, maybe even a little higher. But again, the PUB has its own numbers. Uh, diesel uh, looks good news. It's down about four cents a liter. And of course, if you're looking at home heating fuel and the likes, a little closer to five cents a liter. So a bit of a mixed bag with gasoline down from Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, PEI, but up for Newfoundland. And as far as diesel, everybody's looking at about a three and a half to four cent decrease. And that looks like uh, uh, the, the state of affairs right across the world right now with the market still very much in turmoil. Each week when we talk, going back over the weeks and months that we do this weekly segment, you know, we've seen the roller coaster of gasoline in particular, the up and the down. But what really caught my eye driving by the pumps in the last couple of days is the price of diesel, which is now in Nova Scotia anyway, down around the 133 range, give or take. And that's a good chunk less than a price of a liter of gasoline. And it's not that long ago that diesel was probably 20 or 30 cents more than a liter of gasoline. So while we've seen gas do this, we've seen diesel do this. What's going on, Dan? Well, Scott, diesel is the uh, global workhorse. Uh, it is the fuel that gets very little respect, but uh, should. Uh, you know, in November, mid-November, around Remembrance Day, we saw diesel on U.S. markets hit 480 a gallon. They're now down about 220. So you've seen a really remarkable decrease in uh, in its price. Much of it to do with uh, combinations like a slightly warmer winter than expected, especially in areas like Europe, which desperately needed more diesel and was able to get that because we didn't use a lot of home heating oil as much as furnace oils we did uh, in, uh, say, the winter before. And of course, we're also looking at uh, a more ominous sign. Uh, I'm not going to dwell too much on that, but it does suggest that there may be uh, diesel may be a proxy for a decline in overall demand as far as uh, economic health of uh, North America is concerned. So we may be seeing the first signs, the very tipping point what could be a beginning of a, of a recession, certainly in North America. Either way, uh, diesel still remains uh, extraordinarily tight in terms of supply. The United States Department of Energy weekly petroleum report, read it there today, Scott. Uh, I know we do this here on Saltwire. Uh, you know, down uh, 17% below the five-year average. That's a pretty startling number given these low prices for diesel. Bottom line, Take advantage of it while you can, but understand that behind this is a, a much more uh, unfortunate uh, uh, potential for an economic slowdown. That leads me into my next question, Dan, which is we're getting close now to the next long weekend in this country, uh, the May 24th weekend, Victoria Day weekend, however you refer to it in your region. But it's a long weekend. It's kind of the unofficial kickoff of summer. So my question is, as we sit here now getting close to that May 24th long weekend, summer coming around the corner. Where are you seeing prices trending 
into the summer. I know it's volatile and sometimes hard to nail down, but the data you're seeing now, where's it going? I think inevitably energy markets and those who trade within it, not those really involved physically with the market, but those on the sidelines are going to have to finally shake off their nervousness over the U.S. Fed, uh, banking crisis, the U.S. debt ceiling. Those are important issues, but they have nothing to do with fundamentals. Fundamentals for gasoline from that same report, Energy Information Agency Weekly Petroleum Report, suggests that gasoline inventories dropped over 3 million barrels week over week. It means that demand is up. Supply, of course, continues to be constrained. In the case of gasoline, about 6% below what is normal for this time of year. So this is going to correct, and you and I have talked about this in the past few weeks, when markets finally get their head out of the grass of uh, headlines and you know things that are irrelevant to oil and gas and energy fundamentals, we're going to see prices rise dramatically. You're right, May 2-4 weekend, Victoria Day long weekend across the, the country, but also the launch of the U.S. summer demand driving season. And with these lower prices for Memorial Day, it's likely to spot, spark a massive increase in prices. I wouldn't be surprised that uh, from May 2-4, we're heading into that weekend all the way to about the final weekend of June as we head towards Canada Day that we could see an average 20 cent increase in the price of gasoline. That's right, 20 cents. Um, that's because the bad numbers can't hold forever and they can't continue to ignore those very important fundamentals, tight supply, surging demand, especially with these artificially low prices. I think it's important to touch on again because you talk about fundamentals a lot and how important they are to where prices are heading or how they're set, et cetera. What's the biggest part of what you consider to be the fundamentals that's not being adhered to right now that's kind of causing this willy-nilly volatility? We've seen markets since last August uh, try to find uh, alternative ways of describing uh, what's happening out there. Of course, you have political actors, especially in the United States, not just blocking pipelines, uh, talk about a slap in the face to every Canadian with the Keystone XL, but also uh, at the same time going around groveling to Saudi Arabia, to Venezuela to produce more heavy oil that their friends in north of the border could produce. But when it comes down to the fundamentals of, of, of economics behind uh, the supply picture, it's pretty clear that you know using strategic petroleum reserves they did in the United States provide some kind of price stability backfired. Oil still remained above 70 bucks a barrel, threatening to move to $80 a barrel. You have to replenish that. Some 200 million barrels isn't readily available in a market that's undersupplied by two to three million barrels a day. So we're talking about an inevitable uh, crunch. And when that crunch takes place, the only way that crunch can be uh, can be addressed is by higher prices. You don't like high prices. The best solution to higher prices are higher prices because the market responds to the proper signals and says, with high prices, we'll produce more. With low prices, they're producing less. And the evidence is pretty clear. We have a real problem with how the markets are interpreting uh, fundamentals. And it's for that reason that uh, we could see some shock that we saw, for instance, last summer, although not as high, 215 a liter. I don't think we're going to see that. But do bank on you know a dollar eighty to a dollar eighty five here across much of uh, Atlantic Canada, and that doesn't even include the impending increases, and they'll be dramatic in the case of Nova Scotia of the federal government's imposition of its uh, weather tax, sorry, carbon tax. Dan, you've been covering energy markets and fuel pricing and making predictions based on data for a really long time. What are some things that you're seeing right now 
geopolitically or otherwise that you're keeping a close eye on? I like to ask you this each week because each week it can be something different. But what are you watching right now that you feel could have a big impact on where prices and, and trends are heading? Well, if we're not looking at a global recession, and we've been talking about it now for eight or nine months, uh, if we are not going to have one of those things, it's going to be very mild and there isn't a big downturn, then I would expect uh, prices to reflect that sooner or later, especially during the summer. The second half of 2023 is going to feature that tightness in supply of oil and to a lesser extent, the other products like uh, gasoline and diesel. And you know, critical, the, the, the path towards that is very easily seen. And I turn, you know, Saltwire's viewers here to the EIA Weekly Petroleum Report. I mentioned it earlier. Look at that. Just read the one page. It's a one page that's done weekly, Wednesday, 11, 1030 a.m., unless there's a holiday. Read what it says on oil, on distillates, and gasoline. And when you read that, you get a pretty good idea where prices are going to go. So it's not, uh, I'm not, you know, yes, I spend a lot of time on these things. I've been doing it for quite some time. But I think the public needs to be informed just how important oil and gas really are to our uh, our way of life and uh, to our economies. And in a country like Canada, uh, transportation is very big. So it's keeping your house warm and uh, keeping our manufacturing going to do that. We need energy and uh, the world's looking like it needs a lot more, not less. And so for that reason, my crystal ball says uh, sooner or later, reality is going to come back to hit us hard. And that's why we appreciate having you here with us each week on Prices at the Pumps and Saltwire to be able to give our Saltwire audience some insight and, and some tools to be able to maybe even look into some of these things for themselves just to see what's happening out there. But when you're not with us here on Saltwire, and I can't believe that you would ever do anything other than be with us here, Dan, uh, but where else can people find you, interact with you, and just get more information? Affordableenergy.ca is uh, the latest that I'm working on. Uh, it's usually dealing with policy on energy. Uh, you can also see my gas price predictions at Gas Price Wizard. And of course, uh, from time to time, if you need to get a hold of me directly, uh, you know, president at affordableenergy.ca. Dan, as always, we appreciate you being here. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a great weekend and uh, can't wait to get back and see what else is happening when we do this again next week. Looking forward to that, Scott. Let's all dry up. Here we go. Indeed. Have a great one, Dan. Thank you. Take care, Scott. Are you getting tired? Turn off the noise. Tune in to what matters. What matters is information you can trust. What matters is the news you can use to make life's big decisions. Informed healthcare choices, casting the smartphone, or opening that business. What matters is understanding the world around you. Let Saltwire connect you to what matters with unlimited access to the information you need for only $20 for the first year. Become a member today.